This is Justin Michael Williams, and welcome to the Kingdom Podcast. This is for everyone. All beliefs are welcome here. And so it doesn't matter if you call it God, spirit, the universe, crystal, science, or unicorns. You are welcome here. This is our moment to connect to something greater. This is our moment to remember how powerful we really are. Welcome to the kingdom. We begin each session with a prayer. Let's begin. So hands over the heart, one hand over the other, just uniting both sides of the body, the masculine, the feminine, the sun and the moon, the right and the left, all parts of you, centered in the heart, rooted in the heart, rooted in love. And let's pray. God, spirit, universe, all that is, all that ever has been, all that ever will be, we thank you. Thank you for giving us the capacity to hold and deal with our anxiety and our stress. Thank you for giving us the capacity and the resilience to get through the challenges in our lives, knowing that we cannot be stopped when we're connected to you, when we're connected to our ancestors, when we remember that we are not alone. We are together. We rise together. Thank you for bringing us here to be a beacon of light, hundreds of us from all over the world to be beacons of light, spreading the messages of love and hope and possibility into the corners of the world that need it most and that only we can reach. Thank you for the blessing and the gift of this life. Thank you for using our voices and my voice and each and every one of our voices to rise up and lift up these messages of hope and empowerment and possibility that really matter so much in this time. Thank you for the health and vibrancy that we're allowed to bring here to this moment for our attention, for our senses, for the fact that we can even be here as we visit this earth, preparing and perceiving ourselves for the highest version of our manifestation. This is your moment now for your personal prayer. So I'll be silent for a moment and just welcome in now your personal intention or prayer for today's session. God, spirit, universe, all that is, all that ever has been, all that ever will be, we thank you. May all the words that are used today help inspire us to live into the best and fullness of who we are. And we thank you again for bringing us together here today at the kingdom. So it is. Ashe, aho, salam, amen, satnam, shalom.
Amen. Thank you. So here we are. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how grounding that can be? So welcome. Welcome back. Welcome to yourself. Welcome home. Let's begin. So today's practice, we are talking about the power of privilege and how to uncover your hidden prejudices and use a special test that we're going to actually go through together today to find out something that's called your privilege score, your privilege score. And everybody has one and we're going to all get into our individual privilege scores together. So this is going to be an interactive session. So I'll tell you right now, wherever you are, go grab a little notebook or a piece of paper or a pen or something. You, if you can write on your phone, if you want as well, but you'll need for the practice we're going to do today, something to write with. Okay. And it doesn't need to be anything special. It could be the back of an envelope, anything, just something to kind of scratch right with. So let's talk about the power of privilege. And I'm going to, I'm going to get into this in a way that you might not expect. So one of, I, I want to read several quotes to you. Okay. And talking about privilege has so much to do. Oftentimes we don't see this connection that we make, but it has so much to do with giving and receiving. And oftentimes we don't think about it that way. We think about, oh, white privilege and this and that and whatever. But really it has to do with this law of giving and receiving. And so I want to read some quotes to you. The first one is, you have not lived today until you have done something for someone who can never repay you. And this is a quote from John Bunyan, who was an English writer and priest from the 1600s, okay? So just feel that for a moment, okay? You have not lived today until you have done something for someone who can never repay you. We just love that. Let all of these quotes that I'm gonna read right now land in your heart, and they're gonna set us up for something really special today. Check this one out. This next one is by Ralph Waldo Emerson, who I found out when I was researching, actually in his time, just went by Waldo. <laughs> so we always use all three of these names. It goes by Waldo, which gives a whole different vibe to me. And Ralph Waldo Emerson is an 1800s writer and philosopher, 19th century. And I love this quote. The purpose of life is not just to be happy. It is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. I love this. I love this so much because this gives us such a great picture of oftentimes when we're thinking about our life purpose and what we do, to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, and to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. Let's continue. Here's a great one. Let this one land. This is from the Buddha. Thousands of candles can be lighted from a single candle. I have a candle with me here right now. Thousands of candles can be lighted from a single candle. And the life of the candle will not be shortened. Happiness never decreases by being shared. So think about this, right? Like we have this candle. I'm trying not to blow it out as I'm breathing all on it. We have these candles and we think of our lives, we sometimes think of ourselves as the flame, right? We think of ourselves as the flame. And what happens is when we pass 
this flame on, you have to remember that your flame does not diminish, right? And so as we think of ourselves as the flame of the candle, instead of just the wick, right? If you give away some of the wick, it does short, not the wick, the, um, the wax. If you think of yourself as the wax, then it does, if you gave some of this away, it would shorten your lifespan, right? It would shorten your capacity. But if you think of yourself as the flame, that of transformation, that which can ignite a spark, that which gives death and rebirth and all these things that we do with the fire element, then as we pass along our light and our happiness to others, it's taking nothing away from us. And so I love this quote from the Buddha about thousands of candles can be lighted from a single candle. And that's what each of us are doing one by one here. Okay, let's continue. This is one from the Bible, from Matthew 7, 12. And this is known actually as the golden rule. And it says, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. Now, we've all heard this, right, so many times. And what's really interesting is why this is called the golden rule is because across all religions, this is one tenet that is like consistent between every religion. I did some research and it's in ancient Egypt and Christianity and Buddhism and Hinduism and Judaism and Taoism. And then actually I read this article that 143 leaders from the world's major faiths got together and agreed on this tenet. And we all speak about it in different ways that you do unto others as you wish for them to do unto you. And every, even, you don't even have to be like religious to get this. Most every ethical tradition in the world follows one of these, which is why it's considered the golden rule, because it cross, it's one of the things that crosses all of us, regardless of what we believe, which is why I wanted to bring this in today. And so a belief in God or whatever it is, isn't even required to endorse or live this tenet of do unto others as you would have others do unto you. And so I want to break this down because I remember when I was a little kid, I just thought that this meant like, be nice to people, right? Like, okay, as long as you're being nice, like everything is fine. And what you want to think about is think about this a little bit differently. There's three ways that you can read this quote in particular. So the first one is I think the one that most of us think of, which is treat others as you would like to be treated. Right? So that's the first way that we think about this. And then the second way that some of us think about if we have like a more of a negative view of it, but it also applies, is do not treat others in ways that you would not like to be treated. Right? And then finally, this one is really about the intention around things, is what you wish upon others, you wish upon yourself. So this is big, right? Because when we think about it as just being nice to people, it actually really falls short because there is this sense of reciprocity that this golden rule has. Like what you do onto others will be done onto you. And we think about the law of receiving. We know through energetic and metaphysics and all the thing that the law of receiving actually gets activated by the law of giving. 
right? So we give and we receive. And there's this reciprocal relationship between us and everyone else, between how we treat others, between how we intend to treat others, between how we don't want to treat others, and then how we, in turn, end up being treated. Excuse a little doggy outside right now, my neighbor's dog. So that's that's just an important way to think about it. Now, what does this have to do with privilege? Okay, you might be thinking. Well, some of you probably already get it. But I want to cover first, okay, oftentimes when we're talking about privilege, especially in 2020, we often just say privilege and we immediately think white privilege, right? Like, and then it kind of goes into this race-based thing. But I want to describe to you that there are other types of privilege, right? Like white privilege isn't the only type of privilege. And in fact, we are all privileged, All of us here, if you are here on the kingdom watching this right now, I guarantee you that you have some level of privilege. And we're going to talk about this today because when we think about our privilege and what we have and what we can do with it, we can see not only how that activates greater good in others, but how that then turns around and activates the law of receiving so that we might be able to step more into the fullness of who we are. And going back to these quotes, right? Like, how do we live a life of meaning and purpose? It has a lot to do with this concept of privilege, of having, right? And then of experiencing and giving and getting and this give and take of this relationship that we all have with one another. And that's why I wanted to make sure in the beginning, I really focused on our we belief statements because here at the kingdom, right? We're, we're believing that we're all connected. We're believing that we rise together. So what does that mean? That means that each of us and the privileges that we hold and the things that we do, we know and we believe here in this community that they're all affecting one another. We are all affecting one another. Are you all following me right now? And so this conversation about privilege is going to be a little different than you might expect, especially in the social justice context that we're in right now. So let's jump in. I love this quote so much that I put it in my book, Stay Woke. And this is a quote by my brother Darnell L. Moore, and he wrote, uh, several uh, incredible books. He has one of one of his most, um, his first book was called No Ashes in the Fire. That's amazing. And he said this quote to me when I in- interviewed him on the podcast. He said, if we can only name the feet that are situated on our necks, but fail to name and recognize the ways our feet are situated on someone else's neck, excuse that typo, We will never, ever be free. I'm going to say that again. Feel that and how this relates to privilege, giving, receiving, serving, all the quotes we just heard, lighting each other's lights, having your life matter, giving to someone who can never give in return. Listen, if you can only name the feet that are situated on our necks, but fail to name and recognize the ways our own feet are situated on someone else's neck. We will never, ever be free. It's so easy to point the finger, right? You, these people, these people are pressing us. These people are doing this. But how might we be doing this to others ourselves? And how is that affecting the world? All of us have it. This is shadow work, right? This is tracking your shadow. 
and understanding, okay, I'm a good person. I believe in faith. I believe in love. I believe in hope. I believe in quality. And still, my feet might be on someone else's neck without me even realizing it. Through my privilege, through my actions, through my thoughts, and through how I'm treating others. So when we're talking about this, right, we're not just talking about the ways in our lives that we are like actively showing up to oppress someone or like exert our privilege in some way. That's not, that is one way, obviously, but we want to go deeper than that today in our community. I want you to think about who are you in the secret spaces of your life? When no one's watching, when no one can hear, and the most secret space of all is in your own mind, right? So I remember just this past week, I learned a, a new gender identity. Um, there's someone who's in one of my programs who filled out their gender form, and they said that their gender identity was Faye gender, F-A-Y-E gender. And I never heard of this before. But I knew right away that like a fae, if anybody's watched like Lord of the Rings or um, Maleficent or read any books that like this, like fae has to do with fairies, right? Like being a fairy. And so I was like, fae gender? And like right away, I remember like watching what happened in my mind, thinking and watching what was happening with the people that I was talking to, going... Am I thinking this is too much? Am I thinking this is ridiculous? Am I thinking this is okay? Am I thinking this is interesting? And the truth is, for me, I actually, like, everybody knows I'm all into these kind of mystical things. So I was like, ooh! And I start, like, researching and looking. But I was feeling into the back of my mind where there was a part of me that even was like, mmm... Well, does that mean you could be, like, hobbit gender? Or you could be, you know, whatever gender? And I went, hold on. Like, who am I... Who am I in the secret space of my life, of my mind and with my close friends and with the people around me that I know aren't going to tell anybody? Who am I to be teaching a program like the Liberation Experience and have any moment where I'm questioning whether I can honor the way someone else wants to present their gender? Because if I have the privilege of being somebody who identifies as gender normative, right, of heterosexual and a man and all these different things, like, how do I... I said I was heterosexual. I'm not heterosexual. That was the wrong word. P.S. Like, I'm like, wait, something came out really weird there. So the heteronormative is the word that I was looking for. And who am I to have any reason to step on this person's neck at all to say anything about how they're choosing to identify? And so you can think about these other ways in your life. I'll think about another thing that I, I like had said something to Christy. And this is like, a joke that, not a joke rather, but something that I think a lot of us do that had happened in my family. So I'm looking at who I am and looking at who I am in the world. And I think back to my uncle when I was like a young kid, young, young, young. I was like junior high. And my uncle had gotten this cleaning lady who he never met. It was like a company. And he gets this cleaning lady. And he always, when the cleaning lady left, even though he never met, he don't even know if it's a lady or not. First of all, it was a company that came when he was at work. And he would always say, Oh my gosh, Lupe came to clean my house. Christy knows, because I was just talking to her about this. Lupe came to clean the house. And we used to laugh, Lupe, 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 Lupe. Like, by the way, P.S., like, I grew up 
thinking I was half black, half Mexican. So not that that gives me an excuse, but like he would say Lupe, right? And so growing up, I would have this thing and most of my cleaning ladies have been people that were South American. And I had said something the other day to Christy saying like Christy was cleaning and I was like, oh, Christy, you're trying to be Lupe? Is that, did I say Lupe? Something like that. Christy's laughing. And I heard myself, right? I heard myself and I went, oh my gosh. And what did I say to you? I said, I'm, that was my last time. You said, I, you said that's the last time I'm ever going to say this. I don't know if you heard Christy right now. I said, that is the last time I'm ever going to say this in my life. Even though I just said it again, sharing it with you. But you get what I'm saying in context. And so I said, who am I sitting here as this privileged person who can have a cleaning lady to have the nerve to like give this entire culture's thing to this and I don't really even believe that. So I committed right there in my own shadow. Never saying that again. I will never make a joke like that again. It's not funny. It's just as funny as if somebody said something about, you know, slaves or whatever or this. And so I'm sharing these as true stories because these are even things that I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I want to say this out loud, right? But this is shadow work. That's what the shadow is. It's about who you are in the secret spaces of your life. And this is where going back to the golden rule and the quote in the Bible, and that's across all religious texts, it's not just about, oh, I treat people nicely. No. What are you intending? Who are you? How are you treating people even when they're not present? Even in the secret spaces of your lives, right? And so all of it, right? Like we can unpack and do this differently in our lives. And when we do this, when we recognize the ways that our feet were situated on someone else's neck, just like my feet were situated on the whole Latina community, right? With my feet situated there. Then we can go, oh my gosh. When we have that awareness, you have that awakening where you don't have to shame yourself. You know, oh my God, I'm a bad person. I can't believe I did this. You might feel that for a second, but you step in and go, okay, this is where my feet are. Lift it up and not just lift it up, but now how can I use my privilege to now lift you up? So this is what we're getting into today. This is what we're getting into. And and the reason why we have to talk about privilege in this way is because all of us, all of us, I don't care if you're black, white, Latina, Amy said it in here as well. We all have this inside of us. We all have this inside of us. Okay? So let us continue. When we talk about privilege, I want you all to think of it from this context. This is probably one of the most important quotes that I have about privilege. And it's that privilege isn't about what you've gone through. It's about what you haven't had to go through. Okay? Hear that. Privilege isn't about what you've gone through. It's about what you haven't had to go through. I'm pausing there. Because when we think about it this way, then we can really understand that most all of us here have some level of privilege. When you think about it, I mean, there's a lot of places that you can go, but like in the United States, for example, if there was somebody who's going to say, I'm not privileged, right? Like you could think of someone who might be a black 
trans, homeless, um, sex worker. You know, like that might be, you might go, okay, I don't have a lot of privilege. But then we think about things like this, like, do we have running water that's clean that we can get? You know, do we have, like, there's all these levels, right, that we can look at. And we're going to look at this in a little bit more detail together in a moment through a practice we're going to do together. But all of that prepares us for this, is recognizing that most of us are privileged. And I think what we're going to do today is find out how much. So grab your pen, grab your paper or your little notes, and we're going to do something together today. And this power practice today is going to be the privilege test. So I created a version that we can all do together. And there's a version of this actually in my book, Stay Woke, but I've actually edited it to be even more relevant to what we're doing right now. And we're going to do this all together. So here's how it's going to work. All right. We're going to go through this all together. There are 33 questions, 33. And what you're going to do is I'm going to read each one. And don't do this in the chat box. Just do it on your own at first. And when I read it, I'll either ask you to take a step forward or take a step back. And what you'll do is if you take a step forward, you'll put a plus one on your paper. If you take a step back, you'll put a minus one on your paper. If you have no movement at all, you just put a zero on your paper. Okay, don't skip it. So you'll have 33 numbers and the numbers will either be a plus one, a minus one, or a zero. So your sheet at the end of it should look something like this. I just put a sample, right? You'll have a plus one and then a minus one and a plus one and a zero and a plus, whatever it is for you. And at the end, you'll see how we're going to bring this all together. All right. So hands over the heart first. And just remember that you might feel a number of emotions come up even as you hear these questions. And remember and know that you have the capacity to feel it. These emotions will come and go. Give yourself permission to go there. And we're all going to take this little journey together. We're all going to be on this journey of a little bit of an emotional roller coaster together, but it won't hopefully it won't be too too advanced of a roller coaster for y'all with a big drop. So, welcome what arises and let's begin. I'll go through the first two slowly, and then I'm going to speed them up a little bit because there are 33, okay? Question number one. If your parents or guardians worked nights and weekends to support your household, take one step back. So your options for this are either zero or negative one or minus one, okay? So you you wouldn't put a plus one here. Each one, you only have two options. This one is a zero. And because I'm telling you to take a step back, you could put a minus one. Is this making sense? So here's the question again. If your parents or guardians work nights and weekends to support your household, take one step back. So you're going to put a zero, meaning you stay still, or you take a step back, meaning you put minus one. All right, let's go to the next one. I'll go through the first two slow. If you can go shopping alone most of the time and be pretty well assured that you will not be followed or harassed, take one step forward. So this one, you'll either stay still, if you feel like you you would be harassed, you'd stay still and put a zero, 
Or if you feel like you would not be harassed if you went shopping, you put a plus one. So your options for this one are plus one or zero. Are you all getting how this works? Makes sense, right? Okay, so let's continue. I'm gonna go a little more quickly now. If you are cisgender, meaning that your gender identity corresponds to your birth sex, take one step forward. Continuing. If you can show affection for your romantic partner in public without fear of ridicule or violence, take one step forward. It's a plus one or a zero. If you have ever been diagnosed as having a physical or mental illness or disability, take one step back. Next. If the primary language spoken in your household growing up was not English, take one step back. If you have ever tried to change your speech or mannerisms to gain credibility, take one step back. If you can go anywhere in the country and easily find the kinds of hair products you need and or cosmetics that match your skin color, take one step forward. If you can pass as heterosexual, take one step forward. If you were embarrassed about your clothes or your home while growing up, take one step back. If you are rarely asked to speak for all the people of your racial group. Take one step forward. If you can legally marry the person you love, regardless of where you live, take one step forward. When asking to talk to the person in charge, if you're pretty sure that that person would be a person of your race, take one step forward. So that's if you're going to a store or a business and you want to talk to the person in charge. If you're pretty certain you'll be facing a person of your race, take one step forward. If your parents have ever gone through a divorce, Take one step back. If you can be late to a meeting without having lateness reflect on your race, take one step forward. If you can be reasonably sure that you would be hired for a job on the basis of your abilities and qualifications. Take one step forward.
If you would never think twice about calling the police when trouble occurs, take one step forward. I feel that one. If you can see a doctor whenever you feel the need, take one step forward. If you feel comfortable being emotionally expressive and open, take one step forward. If you have ever been the only person of your race, gender, socioeconomic status, or sexual orientation in a classroom or workplace setting, take one step back. If you took out loans for your education, take one step back. If you get time off for your religious holidays, take one step forward. If you need legal or medical help and can be sure that your race will not work against you when you need legal or medical help, take one step forward. If you have ever traveled outside of your home country, take one step forward. If you feel confident that your parents would be able to financially help or support you if you were going through a serious monetary hardship, take one step forward. If you have ever been bullied or made fun of because of something that you can't change, take one step back. If there were more than 50 books in your home growing up, take one step forward. If you studied culture or the history of your ancestors in elementary school, take one step forward. If your parents or guardians attended college, Take one step forward. If you ever went on a family vacation, take one step forward. There's three more. If one of your parents or guardians was ever laid off or unemployed, not by choice, take one step back. Final two. If you were ever uncomfortable about a joke or statement you overheard related to your race, ethnicity, gender, appearance, or sexual orientation, but felt unsafe to confront the situation, take one step back. And finally, if you have access to clean water, take one step forward. Just place your hands over your heart and just feel for a moment before you do anything, before you try to tally anything up or do anything. 
Just notice what arises for you as we just now went through all together, all of us from all over the world, this walk, this privilege walk together that you saw in the video. Just notice what you feel, even now before knowing anyone else's score. And take a deep breath in and a breath out. And then take a moment now and let's tally up your score. So you can grab your calculator on your phone. You could skip all the zeros, obviously, and just put in plus one, minus one, plus one, minus one, plus one, minus one. And we'll see what arises. I'm just gonna give you about a minute or so right now and I'll turn the music up for you to just bring your score forward. So this is very powerful, you all, to just feel, right? And the point of this is not at all to compare us, but to just help us realize that even in a score where I have a negative one and it seems like, oh my gosh, like negative 11 was the lowest possible. So we're all in these different levels based upon how we grew up, where we grew up, who we are, okay? And all of that. And so I want to welcome us now into just a short mantra that we'll do together. That we'll just weave in together here. Hands over the heart. Just welcoming all that arises for you. And here's our mantra. I'm sorry. I can do better. May you be happy. May you be free. May we all find peace. I'm sorry. Repeat it in your mind or even out loud. I can do better. May you be happy. May you be free. May we all find peace. One more time, just feeling it for this entire community and everyone in the world. I'm sorry. Really feel that. I'm sorry. I can do better. May you be happy. May you be free. May we all find peace. Beautiful. So as we think today about what we started with, this beautiful intention of do unto others, the golden rule is you would like to have them do unto you. And these many other quotes 
that we went through. You have not lived today until you have done something for someone who can never repay you. The purpose of this life is not to be happy, it is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. Thousands of candles can be lighted from a single candle. We look at the ways in which each of us is a candle. Some of us with bigger wicks than others. I mean, bigger, bigger wicks and bigger, more wax than others, right? And we think about the ways that even as long as we have a flame burning, then we have the power to help ignite other lights. And when we look at privilege this way, I think today you might have been enlightened to some things that you've never even thought about before. It helps us look at the necks that our feet might be situated upon so we can have more compassion for others and lift up our feet and help each other rise. So as we close today, as we close today, I'd love for you to just think of your golden nugget hand over the heart, close your eyes. This was way more experiential than it was me teaching. So what is your main takeaway today? It doesn't even have to be something that I said, or it can be. But as you feel into your heart, what are you actually taking with you from this session, from this experiential kingdom? And then just, when you're ready, open your eyes, And as we think about our power action, the action that we take into the world, I have a very simple action for you all today. Very, very simple. Is to take even just a few minutes this week to watch a YouTube video about someone of a culture or a background that you don't know a lot about. You know, one of the biggest ways to create equality Injustice is not just by talking about what's wrong, but it's by building bridges and helping people fall in love with one another. And that's what really my aim is to do, is to help us all fall in love with one another and to care like we're doing in this community. And so your action is very simple. Just even if it's a two-minute video or a five-minute video or a Netflix movie, watch something about a culture or a community or someone of a background, whether it's a black trans community or some, just something you've never digging into. Farm workers, like Anna said, somebody came up to her tree. And just go watch and get perspective. Just like I learned about the octopus last night. <laughs> I love you all so much. I'm so grateful to have you here. And this is the power of privilege. Let's close out with our closing blessing. Hands over the heart. God, spirit, universe, all that is, all that ever has been, all that ever will be, we thank you. Thank you for letting us learn today. Thank you for lifting our spirits today. Thank you for inspiring us today to remember that we can and we will do better. We love you. We love one another. 
we are so grateful to be here together at the kingdom. So it is. Ashe, Aho, Salam, Amen, Satnam, Shalom. I love you all so much. This is Justin Michael Williams signing out, and I will meet you right here in this special place next Sunday. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to rate it or subscribe. But most importantly, to send this episode to a friend or to someone you love. The only way we're going to see change in this world is by each of us spreading messages of hope into the corners of the world where only you can reach. So send this today to someone who needs it. I'm sure they'll thank you for it. This is Justin Michael Williams, signing out. I love you, and I'll meet you right here in this special place in our next episode, where we ride.